I got some sons going to come sing for us, Like a River Glorious. sang at one of the nursing homes last week that song and so I asked him to sing again today what a beautiful beautiful song that is amen brother Steve's going to come preach for us now God bless you amen if you take your Bibles and turn into uh, first oh sorry John 
the book of John, chapter 3, verse 1, we'll start there today. I had a request for my message today, not about my message, but a request that someone wants to stay awake. So if I see this someone getting a little dozed off, I've got permission to even use his name. So so hopefully he'll stay awake and I won't have to use his name or anything, drawing attention to him. But, uh, or maybe I'll just try to do something like I've been drinking coffee or something and <clears throat> keep you awake. But I haven't had any coffee, so we'll see. Just a little tea. All right, well, let's look to the Lord in prayer and ask his blessing upon our time together today here. Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this time we can gather together around your word. Lord, your word truly is the source of all we need. Lord, we're here to be uh, fishes, physicians, I can't even say it. Lord, fully equipped, I'll say that, uh, in all godliness and, and, and knowledge and, and, and goodness and righteousness. And Lord, we thank you for the power that you give us, Lord, after we're saved, Lord, to even understand your word. And I pray you, Lord, help us today. <clears throat> Many of these verses should be very familiar that we go over today. But, Lord, I, I don't get tired of hearing verses from the Bible. Uh, they're, they're an encouragement to me. They're a blessing to me. Lord, it keeps me going f- focused down the right path. Lord, I pray this bless our time together today as we meditate upon your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so if I get confused or get off track, just say something to me. I was out uh, going door to door with Pastor and some of my sons yesterday. <clears throat> Pastor, had, Pastor and I had gone to a door. And I don't think we found anybody at that door at that time, particular time. But on our way back to the car, we were walking back toward the car, and we were looking over to the side, and I saw that we were working on some kind of landscaping or something. Pastor goes, oh, I wonder if they're going to build a garage over there or something. Because he's got garages on his mind, I think, because every time we see a, a one of those cheaply made uh, aluminum structures, you know, like maybe we could store a float in, he's thinking... He's thinking about that. So be praying about if we should have a, something to store floating here. Anyway, I saw this place that he was looking at, and uh, I'm saying, well, maybe it's for that camper that they got parked here, because I think campers lately, because I had stayed in one. Anyway, it's funny how the mind works. And, and so anyway, uh, we we're just walking back to the car, and I wasn't really paying attention where I was going, and I, pastor was on the other side of the vehicle, so I didn't really see him, and, and I had my eyes on this other spot over here, and so I go up to the door and uh, try the door, and it's locked. Oh, the door got locked. I'm looking in, oh, wait a minute, this is black, something, look. this is the wrong car, it's like the car is over here, it's like, oh, I'm glad the people weren't home, hopefully they didn't have any cameras out there, because that'd be really, I'd be like a thief, like I'm checking their car, it was locked, I'm not a thief, it's just, confused, I guess, not paying attention, sleepy, whatever. It's like, is this a sign of getting old? I hope not. It's like, I feel bad for my family. It's got to take care of me. Wow. Okay, anyway. So today we're going to talk about uh, being born again. Uh, uh, That's on my mind, too. You know, we've got a pastor's birthday this week. That's something to celebrate. You know, we like birthdays and we like fellowships. And by the way, tonight, fellowship, don't forget that. Um... And then we've got uh, a, a dog that's expecting any day now. It's going to have puppies, okay, so that's another birth kind of thing. i got a daughter that's expecting, you know, J- December, January. 
and that's always been an event with her too because you know one of them was born at the rest uh, uh, the gas station there in Ionia that was on a father's day I'll never forget that okay so birth is it is an eventful time in our lives okay so I thought well that's how appropriate let's talk about that today and there's a lot of things that carry over the 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 birthing process all that's centered around that uh to the process of being born again uh something to to meditate so you know I like well Jesus did it often too you know he would point to something physical and and then tell a story about something spiritual and it's good to see it's good to have things in our mind that we look at something physical and quickly reminds us something spiritual. So it's a good it's a good practice, um, <clears throat> discipline to have in your life. So we'll look at some things and some ideas for maybe you can um, see when you see things you can think of spiritual things. So <clears throat> the the being physically born it is an exciting event and uh, it's it's all about family and friends and every, you know who get you know who do we tell first. <laughs> We just had to, you know, make sure we tell them in order or make sure, you know, can we talk about it publicly now? You know, you know how those things go through your mind because, you know, you, you don't want to take the the uh, excitement away from the parents, the excited parents to spread the news, right? So anyway, um, it's a happy time. So, it, you know, that's the physical birth. But the spiritual birth, uh, well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's read first uh, John chapter 3, starting in verse 1. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher from God, for no man can do these miracles that thou doest except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus saith unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can, can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto thee, Ye must be born again. The wind bloweth, and where it listeth, and, the, where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof. But canst not tell whence it cometh and whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. And if you want to jump over to John chapter 1. John chapter 1 verse 12. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of, of man, but of God. We'll be talking about more, more about that verse later. And then turn to 1 John chapter 5. First John chapter 5 and verse 1. First John 5.1 Whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loveth him that begat loveth him also that is begotten of him. 
All right, so uh, it's clear that a man must be born again. I'm sure you already know that. <clears throat> Hopefully you've all experienced it. It's a, it is an event that happens once. Uh, you don't continuously, you know, you get born physically, you get born once. Spiritually, you get born once. Um, now, there, there might be some confusion where, did I get spiritually born? Sure, I understand that, because <clears throat> uh, you want to know for sure. You want to know for sure you aren't, but uh, <clears throat> we're not necessarily looking at all that today. Uh, but around the event of birth, it is an exciting time. There, if news travels fast, especially on, on social media these days, uh, we have so many more ways to communicate. Uh, but <clears throat> let's look who also rejoices at that spiritual, uh, uh, spiritual birth. I want you to turn to uh, Luke 15. Luke 15, verse 4. Luke 15, 4. What of you, having a hundred sheep, if you lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it, find it. And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he is cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over the ninety and nine that just persons which need no repentance. Either what woman having ten pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, doth not light a candle and sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it. And when she hath found it, she calleth her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I found the peace which I had lost. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that, sinner that repenteth. So here we go, an example of spiritual rebirth. There's joy. There's joy in heaven. There's joy amongst family members. We get excited when our kids get saved. We get excited when a neighbor gets saved. We get excited when a parent gets saved. We, we you know, especially if we when we pray for so long for some of these salvations. Uh, so, um, what, what else, what other uh, physical attributes of the natural birth um, can we look at today? <clears throat> How about uh, all of the, the helpers in the events leading up to the birth and including the birth and after the birth, that, as far as that goes, uh, that that are involved around uh, waiting on the birth of that new child, um, the uh, you know we're I'm really thankful uh, for you know because we we had a few uh, first children in the hospital and I was thankful for the help we received there. I and then we had more of them either at a birthing center or at home in home births. And I'm very thankful for the help we received there. Yeah, uh, I can still I can still very clearly hear uh, Mr. and Mrs. Hayden on, when I'm talking to them on the phone and, ex- and waiting for them to get there. Um, hear them 
crunching down Stanton Road over the bumps in their van, just coming to get, because I'm like, the baby's about ready to be born, right? So I'm really thankful that she made it. So we are thankful for all the helpers and help that we get that are centered around the birth. And even Mr. Hayden, one time he was uh, playing games in the other room with with the rest of the kids, uh, entertaining them while Mrs. Hayden was helping my wife have that baby. So it, there's, there's a host of uh, help that, 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 that we all can do, uh, whether it's, you know, related to helping somebody birth, but then we'll, we'll begin to think about, s- spiritually so, all the helpers and the people that are involved in one's coming to know the Lord as their Savior. Um, let's take a peek at uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, uh, give an example there. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, and starting in verse 5, 1 Corinthians 3, 5. Who then is Paul, and who is Apollos, but ministers by whom ye believed, even as the Lord gave to every man? I have planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then neither is he that planteth anything, neither is he that watereth, but God that giveth the increase. Now he that planteth and he that watereth are one, and every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereon. Yeah, so we have all kinds of helpers and people's uh, possibilities of coming to the Lord. You know, some are praying, some are saying a word of encouragement, some are, are, are giving the truth. There's a host of things, you know, what can you think of that, you know, was what led you, what person prodded you to come to the, to the Lord? You know, what influence, you know, so what influence can we have on others uh, to see them get born again? Now, uh, another attribute of the physical birth, that baby really doesn't have the power to come out of the womb on its own, right? It's called labor. And that's then whose labor is it? It's mom's labor. She's the one that has to work to, to push that baby out. And, it, yeah, she's the one that has to go through the pain. Hmm, well, that's a parallel, too. <clears throat> There's a lot of uh, effort that goes into delivering that baby, and the baby is powerless, really, to do it. I mean, I imagine the baby at some point would want to come out. It's crowded in there, but it's still, it has no power in, its, in and of itself to get out of there. Uh, neither can a person get saved by his own power. It's, now, we got to want it, but we don't have the power. Let's, let's turn back to uh, uh, John, John chapter 1. And reread John 1, verse 12 and 13. 
<clears throat> but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. See, getting born again is not something that we can do. So you get that. It's not something we can do. Now we got to want it. Now we got to request it. That's why we ask for it, because we can't do it. We want to get saved. Uh, we'll, we'll, we want to repent. We want to agree with God uh, and recognize that we're not worthy and we're not able. Um, it's all his power to get saved. Uh, let's take a peek at Acts 1. Acts 1, uh, verse 6. Acts 1, 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, well, Wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom of Israel? And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times nor the season which the Father hath put in his power. Just another verse recognizing God's power. But in verse 8, But ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come unto you. And ye shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea, and Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. So it's by God's power again. Now, what other characteristics about the birth, the, the birthing process? Uh, <clears throat> would it might would the child might be a little bit like a relative? You know, what's quite often we look at babies and ah, that baby doesn't look nothing like that, or that baby looks like so-and-so, or that baby looks like, you know, we're always, you know, trying to figure out, you know, which characteristics that baby has, and sometimes it's mixed, well, it's usually mixed, but uh, it's interesting to observe children as they grow, and how they change, and what they look like, and even their personalities sometimes come out, it's amazing, even, yeah, personalities even, some, I see some personalities in my children that kind of remind me of different relatives, and that's an interesting thing uh, to watch. <clears throat> but when, when a person gets born again, uh, who then again, who are we going to be like? Let's take a peek at First John chapter 3. First John chapter three, starting at verse one. First John three, I'm sorry, verse one. The elder unto the well beloved Gaius, whom I love in truth, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee, even as thou walkest in truth. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children 
walk in truth. Yeah, so, you know, children usually are a lot like their parents, right? And when we're getting born again, we've got a new Father in heaven, and hopefully we're starting to become like him. Let's turn to John, uh, Romans uh, chapter 3. Romans chapter 3, uh, verse 29. Romans three twenty-nine. <clears throat> Is he the God of the Jews only? Hmm. I wonder if I wrote the wrong verse down there. I did. I'm sorry, I can't remember where it's at. Oh, well, you know that we're supposed to be conformed to the image of his son. And uh, when we get born again, we begin to, well, we begin, it's a, it's a new, you become a new person. It's, you get a heart change. You begin acting more like your father in heaven. And what else about the, the natural birth, uh, physical birth, uh, is there, you, uh, don't you get a name? And how do you pick out a name? How do you, you guys, your parents remember looking at names, books, and trying to figure out what name to use. You usually look at the meaning of the names. Um, you you think of people that already have such a name, and, oh, no, I don't want to use that name because they remind me. Of, I don't want them to turn out like that, right? You know, you're, you're, so you all be good with your name, all right? Don't wreck a name, okay, because we don't want to have any bad associations with our names. We, hopefully, we'll make some good ones. Uh, why isn't anybody named Steve? Use the name Steve. Yeah, I don't know. Just kidding. Uh, <clears throat> well, there's some that use the middle name there. That's okay. And uh, yeah, it's scary <laughs> to think about, you know, I named my little baby that name. Is they going to become like that? Uh, now, I remember, you know, like Reese and Stacy, you know how Charlie got named, right? After that man right up there, Charles Wesco, and because uh, he made an impact, he was a diligent person. He was busy all the time at his, his, his at his father in heaven's business, and he 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 was on fire for the Lord. He he was he had very ministry mind, very walking with God, and and uh, so they wanted a name, you know, a child after him, you know, to to honor him, and then maybe pick up some characteristics. Because names are powerful. I don't... Well, let's look at some examples about some other powerful names in the Bible and very important, one of the best, in fact, examples. Turn to Matthew chapter 1. You all know this one. Matthew chapter 1 and verse 23 Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Now, there's an important meaning in that name, isn't it? Emmanuel, God with us. Also, back up a couple verses there to 21. Uh, 
21, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. So we know that Jesus means Savior. Uh, so there's, there's, a, there's a wonderful name there. Um, and names are powerful. Uh, let's look at uh, Philippians 2. Philippians 2, uh, verse 10. Philippians 2.10, I like this verse, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That his name is a powerful name. And uh, let's, let's, let's take a peek at Acts chapter 2. Acts 2, verse 38. Acts 2, 38. Then Peter said unto them, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Uh, let's take a peek at John chapter 14. Chapter 14, John 14 and verse 12. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whosoever ye, sorry, and whatsoever Ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do. So what, what do we end up most our prayers with? In Jesus' name, right? We ask these things in Jesus' name. Jesus' name is the most powerful name that anyone can recognize. All right, so we've got a baby, just born uh, uh, um, they're hungry. What, help me out, everybody. What's the first thing you feed a baby? Milk, right. Everybody knows that, right? Okay. Now, whether it's milk formula mixed up from the grocery store or his mama's own personal milk. Uh, it's a known fact that all babies, mammals too, right? All mammals, uh, <clears throat> need milk. And mama's milk just happens to be, just happens to be, perfectly formulated, perfectly balanced in nutrition. And it's the best food for a little baby, you know? 
uh, when babies are, are hungry, um, they cry. You know, that's about the only, one of the only things they can do, they know what to do when they're, when they're born, is to cry. You don't have to teach them, to, you don't have to teach them that. Cry and lie. As they get older, they will lie. You don't have to teach them that. They will lie, uh, proving that we are born in trespasses and sins. <clears throat> and then when we get older, we, oh, the sad thing is, when we get older and have the cognitive consciousness and know something's wrong, what do we do? We do it anyway, right? Proving that we're sinners and need a Savior. Anyway, uh, God has uh, the, 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 the milk, right, for, for the newborn believer, right? You, you all know that verse, right? Let's tr- take a quick peek at that. First Peter chapter 2. First Peter two, two. First Peter two. What I say? I'm in Second Peter. First Peter two, two. Here it is. As newborn babes. Desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be, ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious. So God's got a perfect formula for newborns, and that's in his word. And uh, we, we, need, we need to desire it. Hopefully you desire it. Usually people do desire this when they, when they get saved. They usually desire They're looking for more answers. Because you've got everything. I'm mean, just like a baby that's born, you've got everything to learn. You know nothing except to cry and, and lie. You know nothing, and you have to be taught. And uh, usually a new believer is, is hungry for the word of God. He usually will, will soak this, this up, and it's good nutrition for us when we're, when we're saved and for the rest of our life. <clears throat> um, uh, you all know this verse by heart, too. Second Timothy... Uh, chapter 3, 2 Timothy 3.16, there it is, 2 Timothy 3.16, all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All right, so <clears throat> we, uh, we have it here. The perfect nutrition for us, it lasts us as long as we're alive on this earth, and it can feed us. We can be healthy, spiritually healthy through this book. Uh, there is there's no other book that is uh, perfect for us. Uh, you might find a helpful book, but it might be skewed in an off direction. You might be deceived. Uh, but this book, if you read it and read it and read it, uh, it'll, it'll help define itself too. Um, this book is a, is a self-defining book, and uh, you'll use one, one verse to interpret another verse. And interpret another. It's, it's a building 
uh, block of, of nutrition there. Um, so, like I said before, when when we're first coming to this earth, we we only know how to cry and lie, and we, we need to to learn everything. Um, let's take a peek at uh, Psalms twenty five. Psalm 25, um, verse 4. Show me thy ways, O Lord. Teach me thy paths. Lead me in thy truth and teach me. For thou art the God of my salvation. On thee do I wait. All the day. Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy loving kindness, for they have been ever of old. Um, And then another one, uh, Psalm 1. Psalm 1 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. So here again, we got all the stuff we need to learn is right here. We got to meditate on it. Let's see. Maybe we have time for maybe one more here. You know, physical birth. You know, what's what's the purpose in that? What's usually, you know, there, there's a there's a purpose. Maybe like for a parent, um, there's different pur- purposes for having children. You know, maybe it's just plain simple obeying the command uh, to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. Uh, for others, it might be to to carry on a family name or whatever. You know, people have different reasons i guess for wanting to have a baby uh some want to have a baby and can't um but but there is it does mean purpose and uh just a couple examples in the bible of of uh of of purpose born for a purpose if you just take a peek at uh jeremiah chapter one Jeremiah 1.1. 1, 1. The words of Jeremiah, the son of Helkiah, of the priests that were in Anath, in the land of Benjamin, to whom the word of the Lord came in the days of Josiah, the son of Amnon, the king of Judah, in the thirteenth year of his reign. It came also in the days of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, unto the end of the eleventh year of Zedekiah, the son of Josiah, the king of Judah, unto the carrying away of Jerusalem captive in the fifth month. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. That's amazing. (laughs) And before thou camest forth out of the womb, 
I sanctify thee, and I ordain thee a prophet unto the nations. It's like, wow, Jeremiah, he was definitely born for a purpose. And uh, just maybe another one here. Uh, Isaiah 9, you know, you all this memorized. Isaiah 9, 6. Isaiah 9, 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom, to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. So there is purpose for every single one of us. It happens to be that Jesus, Jesus' purpose is, is vastly higher than ours. We're, well, he was born without sin. He was God in the flesh. He, he was a different kind of individual than we are. He's 100% God and 100% man. This, that time and forever. It, it's hard to, uh, for us to understand the height of that thought. But surely, each one of us is born for a purpose. And are, are, we, are we seeking it? Are we yielding to it? And... You know, are our, 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 our purposes heavenly instead of earthly? So as you think about the birth, the natural birth of a baby and all that's around it, you can think about how it relates to all the things that are spiritual around, around that spiritual birth compared to the earthly birth. So let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to consider all these parallels with, with the physical and with the spiritual. And it, it should remind us, Lord, of all the wonderful things that you've done. Obviously, you are in control of both the physical and the spiritual. Um, we've certainly marred our physical uh, attribute um, ever since the Garden of Eden. And every single little child that's born is, is uh, crying and lying and needs a Savior. And, uh, and it's not by their own power uh, that they get saved. It's, it's, it's by yours. It's by the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for our sins. And, and him dying and being buried and being risen the third day, showing and proving that your righteous requirements have been made through your Holy Son, Jesus. <clears throat> there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. It's a very important name. It's a precious name. <clears throat> it's a name that we should honor and love and cherish. And it's, it's a name that I think of when I think of power, of healing, of righteousness. And, and to think that you have been willing to place G the righteousness of Jesus on every born-again believer is an amazing thought. And yet, 
we, after receiving that, we still struggle with sin. Why, Lord, forgive us. Lord, help us to make the words in your Bible true in our life. And, and when we sin, we confess it because we know that you're faithful and just to for, cleanse us, forgive us for all our unrighteousness. Lord, help us to, to keep a short account of our sin. Lord, help us not to uh, regard, pay attention to, hang on to sin that's in our heart. Lord, help us to quick acknowledge it and get rid of it. Confess it and get forgiven. Lord, thank you that our performance or our activity, our living for salvation is, is not, it doesn't affect our salvation, the fact that we're born again. But, but we want, even though we're saved once, and it happens, it's, a, it's a thing that happens once, once born, and then once reborn, spiritual. We're thankful it happens once, and it's, it can't be changed. It's locked in. But boy, can we mess up some good fellowship. Boy, can we mess up a good heavenly walk with you. Lord, forgive us. Lord, help us to keep our minds focused on you. Pray you to help us now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Pastor, you want to lead us in?